Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, we're going to talk about the biggest winners in the housing market that we're going through. And we'll probably also touch on the biggest losers in this market. But I think first we're going to talk about the biggest winners because I think they are clear as day. And we have the one and only and great Lance Lambert from Fortune here today. Lance, how you doing? Yeah, doing great. And so uh, Fortune Magazine this week, we unveiled our 69th uh, Fortune 500 list ever. And uh, we lost four... Uh, real estate companies due to last year's mortgage rate shock. Compass uh, is one, Zillow is one, although a part of their revenue decline is just they're not buying homes and selling them. Uh, and then the third, Rocket Mortgage, mm. uh, uh, who, you know, they've seen their revenues really bust, boom bust for refi. Makes perfect sense. Who's refining yeah. an environment from three to six? On the opposite end of the spectrum, the home builders on the list, there's five of them, like Plute Group, uh, 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 DR Horton, Lennar, D DBR, they're all up. They all moved up on the Fortune 500 list. Wow. Um, and what we're seeing is that, you know, existing and resale inventory constrained, right? Constrained. There's not a lot of it. And not a lot of it is an understatement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the other thing is that during the pandemic, there was unlimited demand, essentially, right? Supply was very constrained. It wasn't in a great place. And then demand just ripped. And so builders had the power to pretty much charge whatever they wanted, right? And they could then do that throughout their whole supply chain too, pass on uh, costs uh, and charge. And then, you know, why do they need to pay real realtor commissions, real estate agent commissions? So got rid of that. All of these things took builders' margins to levels that have never really been achieved uh, historically, uh, insane levels of margins. And so when the mortgage rate shock happened last year, what the builders were able to do is depending on where they are, what community, what their type of buyer is, what the buyer's sensitivity is to the mortgage rate shock, and then depending on how many people were canceling, they could select different things to do for them to kind of bring them back into the market. Maybe their mortgage rate buy-downs. So the Fed makes their uh, rate environment, the builders made their own. Uh, uh, maybe it's uh, some of the in in incentives, uh, giving people cash, it's signing. Uh, and then some of the markets, of course, uh, you have seen corrections last year, not this year, it was last year. They met the market coming into the spring especially places like Austin. That's where you actually got the 10, 15, some of the 20% cuts and some of the Western uh, secondary markets. And so builders went out and met the market and now there isn't supply and they still have that wiggle room, although they're pulling back on some things. Some builders are doing fewer mortgage rate buy-downs. Uh, so they met the market and their sales are in a really good place. And unlike the existing market, which also saw a rebound in buyers this spring, they can only improve so much on the existing sales. And we saw that initially, that big tick up, 
but that was just eating up the excess inventory from last year. Now existing is constrained by this tight supply and builders have room to run. Um, and so uh, Wall Street in the past four or five, four, three months has gotten pretty bullish on a lot of these builders. Um, and so that I want to share a few things on my screen. I just reached out this week and uh, to Deutsche Bank to get their report on builders. And then I did a chart on builder stocks. Very cool. Let's, I, I think I gave you the ability to share, I think. Awesome. Yep. Okay. So let's start with builder stocks. Uh, this is the shift in builder stocks uh, since uh, uh, January 1st, 2020. And what we can see is that during, you know, initially COVID hits, people were like, oh, wow, build, builders are in a bad spot, right? Yep, you know, remember. Uh, and boom, right off the bat, they were just back, even when unemployment was still at 10%. Mm -hmm. And by the time 2020, so right around here in November 2021 is when, uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell comes out and says inflation isn't transitory, and what and that was the signal to the market that oh rate hikes are coming. The rate hikes actually came in February, and by that point, builder stocks were already down. Like you can see here, at least 15, 20 percent. It looks like mm -hmm. of the gains topped off, and then as the summer gets rolling, uh, builder stocks hit a bottom in June 2022. This is important. So right there is when the public is starting to get fearful, right? Mm -hmm. That's all right. The bottom's already in for builder stocks. <laughs> you, I, so I, it's, it's funny. I laugh because I remember there, you know, I'm obviously on YouTube. People are watching this on YouTube. Uh, there were uh, housing crash bros, as I call them, traveling the country in June and July of last year, saying that builders are going to go bankrupt. And well, builders so are going to do this and I, that, I and it's already the bottom. YouTubers started to travel like here, oh, like wow. early this year, like end of last year into early this year. And so yeah. had they actually been traveling here, they could have like signaled to some people, hey, you know, there's some correction in some, some of these markets. But literally oh. by the time <laughs> they were out there in these subdivisions and stuff, that was there had already bottomed. Yeah, right? it's uh, wild. For the builders. Uh, and, and I'm talking actual prices now. That yes, is correct. When so builder stocks bottomed in June 2022. Uh builders met the market with all their affordability movements December, January, coming into this year. Yeah. Uh but that 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 is so interesting that how the cycles of fear uh play out, which is by the time the public's starting to get fearful, yeah, bottoms sometimes already in for things oh, and so many times is already in the, the, the public or the masses is often late and so by the so now we're at the point of the cycle where uh at least on existing homes we're going to start to see the year over year declines mm -hmm. right and so now yeah. we'll start to get the year over year headlines down i'm not going to write it because i you know i focus on the month over month stuff right. um right. but Builders are at an all-time high for stocks. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's really funny. I, I, I want to collect. Yeah, I'm going to collect some receipts here because again, people can go back and watch the videos. I was I I came out very early on and really at the peak here, which I think was July of 21 or whatever that peak is. I think Jerome Powell basically not only dumped the transitory word, 
but he also was saying things like housing is unbalanced and you know things of that nature all of the idiots talk price and i'm like guys he's not talking price he's talking transactions hence you've had compass rocket mortgage these zillows fall out of the fortune 500 why cuz they're transaction based we went from 6 and a half to 4 million transactions i called it it's here not price now yeah. we're operating in a world where inventory is not coming back because of interest rate lock-in, uh, right? You were, I was nice enough to be featured in a Fortune article talking about that, accidental landlords and staying put. And you have a personal story, right? If you had to do it again, you would buy a bigger home because exactly. you know family's growing. This is real world stuff. But right now, builders are just flat out winning. Their input costs are collapsing. Lumber, copper. All of these input costs are collapsing. Um, you know, they've, they've using technology. I'm shopping for new homes today and they don't have agents at these. They have little codes to get you into these houses. Now, track. Their, their margins are still going to be good, right? Of course. But, but who is absorbed? So who's going to absorb the increase in home price? If this Deutsche report says it's not builders, uh, it's going to be landowners which is ah. interesting to kind of go how through. So what they said is that land interesting. is the play on home prices. Okay, tell me more. Uh, let, let me pull up the report. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can find it. Like in land, maybe, or where is it in here? So this is basically new lot acquisitions. Is that what they're kind of we thinking? I'll just let you find it. No rush. So this Sorry. is a different one. Land prices rise with and typically faster than home prices as those appreciation. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense to me. It doesn't have it here, but it says in there that the land leads prices and that essentially landowners who sell to builders absorb the gains of home prices. Oh, I got it. I understand. Yeah. So that, that so, makes perfect sense to so me. Home yeah. prices don't necessarily move the builders is essentially what this is saying, but the land people now, and mm -hmm. that's why it was important when Allie Wolf, like a few months back, was starting to say land prices were going up because land prices lead home prices. Exactly. That's an early indication. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, and and that, I love Allie Wolf to stuff. And that's why last May, April, uh, June, uh, we probably knew there was some correction coming in some of these markets because land value started to decline. Well, they, you actually had builders in their quarterly reports talk about getting rid of options they had online. I mean, that was a thing that yeah. was actually discussed. And yeah, if you're going to be watching builders, I think this is an excellent reminder. Watch land, watch lots, uh, because it is a, a leading indicator for sure. So great, great find. Thank you. Okay. So I'll, I'll find, uh, so our base case is continued normal normalization. We believe it is reasonable to assume that with builders having worked over the past several quarters to find the market with modest price decreases and incentives and rate buy downs, the gross pace of sale should settle into typical target ranges with the ma um, major cancellation event also behind the builders. Uh, that said, given community count depletion, 
a weaker overall demand environment and elevated cancellation rates in the second half of 2022. I don't know what they're really going to there. I, I actually thought they were more bullish than that one. That's their base. Do they have a bull case? We have turned from being cautiously optimistic ah, to decisively bullish on new residential construction. Yeah. And they upgraded IBP and BLD. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to remind remind yeah. folks of, Lance, is you and I last week, it might have been the week before, talked about one of my fears of new construction for the private builders. This is obviously very much public builders because public builders have access to capital streams that that private builders don't. I think I think in nine months, 12 months, private builders shrink, thus giving public builders even more lion's share of the market. That makes sense. And so uh, our view, uh, Deutsche Bank says, is that home builder stocks can climb meaningfully higher. Um, uh, and the post-pandemic home building environment is not the post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland that many were predicting last fall. Oh, post-apocalyptic. There were plenty of people calling for that. and Everybody knows who they are on social media. That's funny. So we could go through uh, the top calls, uh, the top ratings for some of the home builder stocks. Yeah, uh, if you want to. People might find this interesting from Deutsche mm -hmm. Bank. Uh, they're number one, Dr. Horton, uh, which if you could see here, Dr. Horton's actually been the best performing uh, home builder stock of the major ones during the pandemic. It's up uh, 116%. Hmm. And they have a, a target wow. price of 150. Let me see what Dr. Horton is today. 114. So oh. 150 is actually a pretty high target price. Um, the second one is, what is that? Merit Meritage Meritage, uh, and they have a target price 200. Let me see what their stock is today 129. So they're pretty bullish here. Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, uh, Plute is that how you pronounce it? Plute? Pulte, Pulte, yeah. I knew I was saying it wrong. Yeah, I said that earlier. Pulte, that's it. Uh, they have 95 on Pulte. Let me see where they are. 71. So that's still pretty big too. Um, do they have any more? That's the big three. Oh, they have a, I didn't look at their housing forecast. Do they have a home price forecast? Macroeconomic. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's just, oh, sales, for, no, that's forecast sales. Okay. I don't think we're going to get price from them, but let me no, see what yeah. they have on uh, single family. So they have. Those are starts, then they have completions. Yeah. And the parentheses yeah. are negative. Yep. So starts uh, year over year pulls up in Q4. Which to be up year over year, you have to have hit it a few quarter, a little before then. Yeah. Um, uh, that's why I'm never too crazy on year over years because it's like, well, they miss when it actually happens, and you can easily misread it. Um, okay, so I, I don't, 
don't know if there's anything else to, no, to I, I, yeah, there. And again, you have an article on fortune people can go find that actually goes into the details uh, of this uh, report. Uh, where can people find that? Uh, it'll come out uh, on Friday, June 9th on fortune.com. Probably in the morning, you could Google Lance Lambert fortune. Yeah. And this will go live on Saturday. So folks, the article is already written. I'm speaking into the future from the past and having fun with my friend, Lance Lambert. Lance, thank you for all you do. Yeah, this is great. Thanks, bud.